19 minutes actually. <laughs> Three, two, we're gonna we're gonna start on eight. <laughs> Hello, I'm Dallas Taylor, Dino Tier with Jurassic World Live Tour. It's time now for another historic, or shall I say prehistoric, episode of the Arena Guys Backstage Pass podcast with Gary the Arena Guy and Dave Redelberger. Take it away, guys. All right. Dave Redelberger. Gary the Arena Guy here. Hey. I am so excited. This is a landmark podcast for us. Others do have their 100th episode or their thousands. <laughs> I am celebrating today our 10th podcast. It's a decasode. It's a decasode. <laughs> it's a, and it's prehistoric. That uh, Dallas Taylor from Jurassic World Live Tour. Oh, man, that was so much fun. Our special guest today was there, so we can talk about that a little yeah. bit. But uh, I can't believe it's been 10 episodes and uh, it's 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 been it is a it is a it is a landmark moment for us. So we survived this far without without getting kicked off. So that's good. That's good. That's a good thing. So, so today we're going to focus a lot on as we always do, talking about some of the great shows that we've had recently at the Schottenstein Center Nationwide Arena. We'll also share near the end of the podcast some of the upcoming events and how you can always get that information. And we're going to talk a lot about country music today with. Uh, with, with our special guest, you know, and, and if I'm wrong with any of this, please correct me, but if you want to have a good time, one of the best things you can do is listen to 92.3, sorry, <laughs> WCOL and Boxer Afternoons oh, from, too kind. Uh, from 3 to 7, correct? Yes, sir. 3 to 7, and yep. you're also syndicated. Yes, so, so I have uh, stations all over the country that uh, air the afternoon show on iHeart Station. So, yeah. You're like a Kardashian, you're everywhere. No. I hope not that bad. <laughs> <laughs> but we're going to talk a lot about what you what you do at WCOL, and we're going to talk about uh, the CMA Awards, which is coming yes. up in November, which is really huge because we've got a few shows that are pretty well represented in the nominations. So that's that's outstanding. Yeah, and and you know it's a great thing, you know, because you know we we in this in this business that we do called uh, radio uh, and <laughs> podcasting and, and stuff, we get exposed to a lot of these artists. And so I'm sure you've got some great stories to share that we look forward to uh, hearing, especially as you've had. Uh, country music artists are just so kind, right? They're just so so welcoming. And I think it's just a different level of access that you get to country artists uh, than, than to a lot of other genres. You know, I'm glad you said that because that, that that's one thing that I, I've always loved about country music too is the fact that you know they're they're just real people i mean yeah we're all human but they act i think the most real and the country music itself you got the lyrics uh, yeah it, it goes hand in hand i want to first uh while, while dave is is with this uh talk about uh uh you know boxer is not your birth name no it's not no. <laughs> and how da did you guess that dave did radio too and had i think he had a radio name i feel so boring because when I did radio I did talk radio so I didn't do the shock jack stuff or the country music stuff if I was anything I was Gary O on the radio Gary O like on the radio like so that. how did you get boxer what were some uh. of the names I'll ask Dave the same <laughs> question because you were in Columbus radio sure. at the same time so I, I mean back in the 90s when I started at 16 it was what was it back then? it was Brandon my real name then uh, Brandon Cattle Brandon Nash uh, Brandon Nasby, my real name. And then I got to town here in 99. And, and Dave, I don't know if you've had this. Gary, I don't know if you've met a, a PD like this, a program director. 
who is a radio host boss, typically. <laughs> yeah. But there are program directors that have this thing where they want to, I've got to have my hands on all the radio hosts, and I, I will name you. Yes, and you, yes. Oh, yeah. You will be Joe Boxer. And uh, I thought, okay. And at first, I, mean, I was like 23 <laughs> when I came to town here. So I'm like, okay, whatever. Well, then over time, you know, the Joe Boxer Apparel Company, oh, uh, yeah. they eventually sent me a cease and desist. <laughs> Did they really? Yeah. Wow. So it went from Joe Boxer to, I mean, it, 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 it went to Joe Boxer to Joe Bo to eventually just Boxer and, and so here and, I am. and you were very creative in the naming of your show. You call it the Boxer Show. I do because so I, that was yeah. really creative. Well, th- <laughs> going by Boxer. I'm being silly. I, I sense your sarcasm, Arena <laughs> guy, <laughs> with a smile. <laughs> yeah, so I, I just wanted to get away from Joe Boxer so I wouldn't get in any trouble, and I have no money for legal fees. So <laughs> right, yeah. Right. So what were you, Dave? What were you called? You know, Rettelberger was a is a terrible radio name, right? So it was uh, really? it, I it, it was it was Dave Rydell, uh, <laughs> which actually is a radio name my dad used. Okay. Uh, a long time ago, so I, I actually picked that up from him uh, and uh, used uh, uh, Dave Rydell, uh and uh, for many years. And then I, when I got into rock radio, it kind of became Redman, you know. So that was I, I was it. I was Redman and Redman's Roadhouse on the Brew at 105.7 and <laughs> on the the Big Wazoo when I was on there, you know, and all that fun stuff. So uh, uh, that was fun. But uh, uh, yeah, few and, and again, uh, the program director naming you uh, one of your cohorts there, at WCOL uh, Zuko. Yes. Zuko yes. has a very who's who's the program director now, right? And and uh, right. started off just with uh, Woody uh, has a has a very funny renaming story from a program director, much like you said, uh, is his radio name was Booger. <laughs> oh, yeah. nice. right. Back in his Dayton days, I think. Back yeah. and I worked with him in his Dayton days, right? So <laughs> so he was Booger, and then our program director came in and said. That is the worst. I, I can't stand it. So we actually had, uh, we came up with uh, Zuko from Danny Zuko from Greece, right? <laughs> and we actually, and we because he was known on the air as Booger, we actually had a baptism ceremony for him oh in, a, in a big pool where we baptized him and renamed him live on the air and revealed his new name, and he's still Zuko to this day. And The things you learn about your boss that right? I did not know. <laughs> You've got material now. I was in the pool with him when he was renamed. And so that's, there's a whole no- bunch of stories I can oh. share with you. So take us a moment and (laughs) tell us about your show, 3 to 7, syndicated nationally. Yeah. Uh, I love, seriously, I love watching your show or listening to your show because uh, you you exude so much enthusiasm and positivity and it's so much fun. And also uh, people always underestimate the talent that it takes to fill 15 seconds with good material between songs or intros or whatever. It's really, it's not an easy thing to do and you're, you're, incredible at it well arena guy i'd like to know how much you've had to drink before you started <laughs> this but no no i uh, look i you know a long time ago i realized early on that i'm i'm not a i'm not a funny guy i don't have one-liners i can't think of any jokes i don't remember them so the best thing i can do over time as you get older you start to learn more about yourself you know your weaknesses uh and your strengths and i know for me it's just um just being positive just being energetic um, I think you can never go wrong with being uber local, especially yeah, in Columbus. absolutely, amen. And and uh, that's just what I try to do every day. Just uh, just be nice. I, I remember getting told for years that I would never make it because I grew up when you know the Stearns of the world were starting to really just rock it, like in the '90s, and and uh, you you won't make it. You got to be mean and sarcastic, and uh, that's never I, been I, your thing. No, no, and and you know when it's happened, where I've maybe. I don't know. Not that I've ever gotten set at a, upset at a listener, but 
it, it never feels good. So I don't think anything like that has ever gone off on my show. But that's just w- who I am and what I can do. And if it's boring, I guess I'll be out of a job soon. It is not. <laughs> so let me ask you, too, because you are very local. And, and when, because you're syndicated, how does that process work when you take the local sure. out of your show for the other markets? That's a very good question, Arena Guy. Um, so what I do is my syndication technology is a little bit different than the uh, than the norm. Uh, a lot of it now is is uh, ISDN. Well, not even so much ISD. It's it's more uh, FTP, which is just uh, more of a high powered internet line. Uh, so for me, I have the like a generic log that gets beamed out to these other stations. And uh, for the most part, I tend to get like maybe a dozen liners of uh, different things from different stations every day. And I try to customize them. I try to visualize myself coming out of a song or uh, out of a break or something. And, and that's how I tape it. And then I send it all back to them. And, but everything is pretty much customized. Very cool. It's so neat that you can do that from one studio where you can, you know, uh, uh, reach out and customize stuff for, for different places and, and the technology that, that in, the, in your years in radio has, has, has really uh, uh, come along. But, but tell me, I, I don't think I know, how did you first get into radio? What was your, what was your, oh, what was your yeah. introduction? So we all have good how we got in radio stories. I feel like these yeah. are the best. I don't, know, <laughs> I don't know if mine is very good, but I was coming home from, I can't remember if it was, it was, it was practice of some sort. I don't know if it was football, uh, track. But it was my sophomore year, and I was going home, and we were listening to the afternoon guy. Now, to, just so you can visualize, I grew up on a farm. It was a farming community, maybe population not even 10,000 people in southern Minnesota. And uh, we were going home, and this, the radio host that was on just didn't seem like he was having a lot of fun. And I just happened to say out loud, hey, you know, boy, if that was me, I'd be having a blast. I would love to make people happy yeah. and have a good time. And my friends were like, well, if you think you're so good why don't you go down and apply <laughs> so i'm like well maybe i will don't dare me don't dial, don't double dare me uh so i went down i applied i think uh, they probably thought i was crazy at first but i got a phone call back like two weeks later it was literally just the right timing uh, right place right time and uh so i did a quick audition and the next thing i know i'm Doing weather once an hour for American Top 40 with Shadow Stevens. Oh, with Shadow. <laughs> oh, nice. Yes, yes, yes. And uh, the, about that. The, the rest is history. The, the FM was uh, Top 40. The AM was country. So I got a, a mix of both. But but the start was the AM, and that was country. Gotcha. And you, Dave, real quick, how you got into radio? Oh, I uh, was listening to the radio, and uh, there was some kind of call-in topic for the day. And and I called in and wanted to give my opinion, and uh, they said, oh, sorry, we don't let kids on the radio. <laughs> I was like, why? What? And so I was always slighted by that. And one day, a few years later, uh, I was 16, and my, uh, my mom came home from work, and she said, hey, I heard – she worked at the hospital in town, a very small town in Illinois. Uh, I heard a uh, bunch of people were let go from the radio station today. You should go apply. And so I actually went down and I said, I got no experience. And they said, hey, that's awesome. Uh, you're going to do things exactly how we tell you to do them, which is a problem with the previous people. So we're bringing you in. <laughs> and so I did, much like you, I ran, yeah. I, I ran the board for Cubs games and I'd break in with weather or, or little local reports, uh, doing small town radio where you would do, we would actually do the hospital report. Which was people that were admitted or released from the hospital each day. Did you have that to do was, obituaries? Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Oh yeah, Those obituaries and swap Butcher shop and all this small stuff. Oh yeah, <laughs> swap shop and, and and we did lost dogs too. Oh, oh lost yeah. dogs, that's yeah. great. Yeah. Yeah. We should do that here on the podcast. We should. <laughs> <laughs> I was one of those guys that you guys, when you gave away prizes, I won. 
too many, so many times that they invited me in. It was on a trivia show on a Saturday morning. I won so much they asked me to come up with questions and become a co-host. Ah, there you and go. So that eventually morphed into a radio That's job. That's awesome. Want to uh, cover a few things while we have Dave here because Dave has to slip out a little bit early today. Jurassic World Live Tour. Always have to make sure was an amazing show, and Dallas Taylor opened the show for us. Uh, Boxer, you were there too. And uh, producer TJ, you can put uh, a couple of pictures of Boxer and I and Dave were there on the, uh, on the YouTube version of this podcast a little bit later. But what an incredible show that was, and the behind the scenes was so cool. Yeah, it was so great to be here. You know, and it was, it was, there were a lot of eyes on us, right? So we had the Today, uh, uh, the Today Show here. Uh, we had, uh, you know, a lot of uh, NBC and Universal executives here because it was the very first time it was seen anywhere on the planet. We could not call it the world premiere because they wanted to save that That's for right. Chicago, but right. we could say it was the kickoff. The first performance ever, right? Yeah. But yeah, not the, world, not the official world premiere. <laughs> but it was, it was really neat, and to be out there, there in the other uh, crowd when those dinosaurs uh, came out uh, from from the backstage area was just so cool. It really was, and uh, a boxer and I uh, were near a raptor, and we look horrified. We look scared, <laughs> terrified. Uh, you can tell by our smiles. Yeah, it was and, different. <laughs> yeah, the photos would show how terrified we really were, but it, but it was fun. It was fun to get the behind the scenes. It was such an incredible show and a great opportunity for the shot and Columbus to have the very first. Of, a, of what is a very high-profile show. Yeah, people from arenas all around the country were giving yeah. me a call saying, hey, give me the scoop. How does this work? What is, what is it like? And uh, uh, it's kind of fun to be on the, the front edge of, the, of those kind of shows. And speaking of Jurassic World Live Tour, Sarah Lichty from Grove City was the winner of our family four-pack that we gave oh, away that's awesome. on our exclusive Jurassic World podcast last time. So congratulations to Sarah. Um, and then uh, recently we did Miranda Lambert. Let's talk country. You're wearing Fox the Miranda Lambert shirt. Oh, yeah. oh, Very nice you. today. And yeah. you know what is, is uh, uh, great is, you know, and we, you don't really mention this uh, the kickoff of the show, but this is our first episode that's being recorded for uh for youtube absolutely right? so hello to our you so you can now uh, look at our faces uh, along with uh, all the other stuff Here, let's give me uh, let's give a cheers to our uh, uh, first uh, youtube video oh you've got your willie yeah. nelson mug yeah. yeah there you go yeah there so go. there we go right cheers to that go. there we go <laughs> all right so um yeah relive that moment again and again on youtube but miranda lambert uh was was great because you know she was obviously here for BCS a couple years ago but the last time she did an arena show you will rarely hear me say this but she was off her game I think she was I kind of hate to say that too the last time not this most recent right. one and she on stage this time said that last tour that I did here was a blank show and it's not a kind word that she used I think she was going through a lot of stuff I don't I know if that, did that make the news that she was going through a divorce or I don't anything know that that's time? what I heard <laughs> I don't think it was talked about I'm kidding you know what I don't I don't know if we have time for this I'll make this quick no go ahead but I and and Dave obviously you you spun music so you you understand a little bit I think what a lot of people forget is yeah people pay good money to go to shows and the last thing they want is to hear a crappy show, right? They, yeah. You know, they want them, and I think most artists know I've got to be on my game. I got, yeah. but they are human. They do have bad days. Um, I think Miranda is a very emotional person. I think um, she's one of those that's maybe sometimes driven by emotion at times, and it might get the best of her. But at the end of the day, I, I feel like we forget, even Hollywood celebs, we forget that they are human at the end of the day. And plus, we're seeing them on one day 
Yeah. Of their life. Right. Yeah. And sometimes so, you meet them for 30 seconds yeah. and your entire opinion of how they, oh, that this guy's really a jerk. This but, last time <laughs> uh, she was awesome. She was so kind. Absolutely, and yes. I thought she was just so overwhelmingly nice as opposed to being cordial the last time. She was having fun again. Yeah. And yes. what was really funny is the fans at the meet and greet spotted her new husband and they wanted pictures with him as much as her. <laughs> there was, he was helping do security uh, for he, her meet and greet? And he was hanging out with uh, the Columbus Police Department. Yes. And he gave, I noticed that he gave them some uh, New York City, uh, New York uh, Police Department patches uh, and very some hats cool. too. So that was very cool. But that guy's a, he's a good looking dude. I can see why she's happy. Yeah, <laughs> you know, exactly. It's funny you say <laughs> that because I that. said Brett Young was, was a heartthrob when we announced Buckeye Country Superfest, which we're talking about, and you said, well, yeah, I guess. And now you're calling her husband <laughs> a good looking dude is different than a heartthrob. I don't know okay. if I've ever called another guy a heartthrob, other than other than Gary O on the radio. Well, there you go. <laughs> and Hugh Jackman. We call me Gary with a G. Oh, but, my God. But, Can we talk about Hugh Jackman? Let's do that. Ed, but I think you need to take we, a break. We, we want to f- no, let's keep on going. Okay. We'll take advantage of your time. You've got like three minutes. So You're let's, fine. You're fine. Let's get a bunch. But, uh, yeah, Hugh Jackman was, was another great show. Here is a Hollywood superstar, right. Wolverine, performing at the shot. People were just scratching their head. What is the show going to be like? And he shared with us, Dave, that the very first promoter that they tried to, they, uh, a lot of tours, they sell shows to a promoter. The first promoter turned it down because they didn't know how it would do or what it would be. Yeah. So the second promoter bought it, and it's doing incredible business, and what an incredible show. Yeah, he kind of apologized to us backstage yeah. for not being on the first leg of the tour and said, hey, this, nobody believed in this tour. Yeah. Uh, but I tell you what, after seeing it, it was great. One of my favorite things, he was, when he was on stage, he said, who's here a fan of my work in uh, the X-Men movies and Wolverine? And the crowd goes well, and he said, I hope that's not all you like from me, because if, if that's all you like, it's going to be a really long night yeah. for you. Because <laughs> people forget that his beginnings were actually in musical theater. He won a Tony Award for a show in the 90s called uh, Boy From Oz, which is about the music of Peter Allen, the songwriter. He was nominated for an Oscar, not for Wolverine or any of his action movies, but for singing in the movie version of Les Miserables. Yeah. The Greatest Showman was a huge movie. He sang a lot of those songs. And so I think it was a surprise to a lot of people. Uh, Jack Hanna, friends with uh, Hugh Jackman, brought him backstage. That's right. I forgot that. We did yeah. get a last-minute call to get, uh, to get Hugh backstage. Uh, uh, well, get, we got Hugh backstage. Yeah, that was really important Jack. that he get backstage. But, <laughs> but, uh, Jack but it was one of those things where you kind of go, you know, we got the call. And I, this is the Backstage Pass podcast, so we give you the backstage dirt. <laughs> we get calls from people who go, hey, I know that person. Can you get me backstage? And they don't really know that person. But Hugh Jackman definitely knew Jack Hanna and was like, oh, yeah, instantly. As soon as we brought it up, yeah, bring him on back. So uh, that was uh, that was pretty cool. Anytime you can bring uh, old friends together, they guess they did some TV stuff together back yeah. in the day. What's re- re- you know, on, on talk shows and all that. But what's really funny, though, is that uh, Susie, Jack's wife, and Julie, uh, good friends of ours and everything, they, they came up first and were saying, where's Jack? And he's back stage all of the ushers he's saying hi to all the ushers all the people we're in a bit of i would say we were in a hurry but we had to keep things moving (laughs) and and uh it was like he's back there and we said jack come on come on we're on hugh time not jack time yeah that's true and and by the way speaking of good looking dudes and heartthrobs listen to him now i'm 
telling you, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a straight guy. But I got to tell you, sometimes I look at a dude, a guy like that, and you're just like, oh, I'm a Hugh Jackman. While he's here getting ready for the show, he, we had to get him into our workout room. That's right. He shared some pictures of oh, yeah. his social. Uh, producer TJ, we'll put those on uh, the YouTube version of the podcast as well. Yeah, I mean, here, here is Hugh Jackman working out uh, with the, the the Ohio State. Only time a Wolverine is allowed near the Ohio State. That's right. Equipment. That is so true. By the way. In fact, we have a clip, but we'll, we'll get to that because I want to maximize Dave's time here. Let's do something here. We'll talk about some other shows, and I've got a clip of uh, Hugh Jackman talking about Ohio State coming up. But uh, uh, let's do a thing called a fast break. Um, we started this with uh, a lot of people do it. Oh, I like this. A lot of interviewers do it, uh, and they call it rapid fire, this or oh, that. Oh, yeah. And okay. uh, we call it fast break because I uh, did it last time for the very first time with Jared Smalley and figured, well, let's call it fast break. It's very sports related. But uh, this is, I'm going to, he answered 11 questions in 60 seconds. Oh, boy. Okay. So our timer is the music bed. That's what we call it. <laughs> in, that's what we call it in radio. Yes. So um, what do I have to be at 11? Well, you I, don't I, just. Answer my questions. <laughs> <laughs> Just answer my questions, boxer. <laughs> All right. And All right. Uh, Dave and I can ask you about your answers when we're done. Are we ready to go? All right. This okay. is the fast break with a boxer from 92.3 WCOL and okay. appropriately from the Boxer Show. Here we go. <laughs> All right. All right. Here we go. The greatest country singer of all time. Garth Brooks. First concert. George Strait. Are you early on time or late? Early on time. <laughs> what music artist do you love that you apologize for liking? Wait, I'm sorry, what's that again? Sorry. What music artist do you apologize for actually liking? Uh, Hanson. <laughs> They're actually good. <laughs> Talent or skill most people do not know you have? Oh my gosh. Uh, I can sing a little bit. All right, what's your passion? Huh. People. Best concert you've ever seen? Uh, I would have to say Garth Brooks. What's your walk-up song? If you played baseball, what song would they play as you go up to the plate? Oh, my gosh. Uh, something by Toby Keith. Um, F favorite fast food? Subway. Can't sleep. What do you do? I go run. What do you collect? Coins. Who do you admire most? Jesus. Um, <laughs> ten more seconds. What celebrity do people say you look like? Oh, gosh, it used to be uh, Ryan Seacrest. I, I haven't heard oh, anything yeah, anymore. Oh, yeah, okay, I see that, yeah. yeah. Biggest star you've ever met. Oh, gosh, it might be Ryan Seacrest. I don't know. <laughs> Most treasured possession? Uh, my family. Okay, very good. That's very great. Good I mean, very, very nice job. Yeah, that was, <laughs> that that was, was a great uh, job. Was good. It was me who flubbed up. <laughs> I have no idea why I chuckled at that. <laughs> I have no idea. You, you probably weren't expecting <laughs> it. Was, it was, yeah, right, yeah, so... Wow. You know, I was, I was used to like Michael Jordan, like Jared Smalley said, or somebody like that. So uh, anyway. That was awesome. That, that was fun. That was great. And I don't carry a Bible around. I'm just, but that just, yeah. That no. Was the first that was one. very sincere. No, yeah, that is yeah. absolutely Thank awesome. You. Thank you. So, all right. <laughs> Want to mention, too, that we have a little popcorn here from Pam's gonna... Popcorn in Gahanna. This is called the Buckeye oh, Blitz. Oh, yeah. Pam. And I mentioned her because all the stars who perform at Nationwide Arena get this in their dressing room. <laughs> So, uh, it is, and it is great right. popcorn. We are huge fans of uh Okay, of that I yeah. didn't know. Are you serious? Totally this serious. Is, She's in Gahanna. Used okay. to be in the short north now at, at uh, North Market. And now uh, Gahanna. Just a little plug there because yeah. she treats us so well. And all the stars, a lot of the stars yeah. uh, tweet about it and all that kind of stuff. So That's why I go. love your podcast because I, I, I didn't, you know, the little behind the scenes stuff. Yeah. I didn't know that. So, 
Shall we uh, do it, it, it's I have to tell you that. Uh, yeah, I know. I'm running late. So, you know, it, it's a backstage pass podcast. We like to just be honest with folks. And uh, <laughs> oh, my God, it's it's just crazy. It is a crazy time of year where we are doing nonstop stuff and, and things are really kicking in with, you know, with uh, we're getting ready for a whole bunch of show announcements. But we're also, you know, very busy with athletic season as that's, you know, kicking off with the men's basketball. The jacket season is underway. Uh, men's ice hockey, women's basketball. There's so much stuff that's going on that we are pulled in a thousand directions at once. And I'm about to get pulled in one of the those directions. Yep. So I apologize for the first time ever in the history of the podcast. I got to leave a little bit early. You have but, to leave a little early. Yeah. But but uh, boxer, we leave it in good hands. I, you know, I've known you for years, and and one of the things that I just want to say before I take off is, you know, there are a lot of people that you work with over the years that are. Uh, insincere or not genuine, and you carry a positivity and enthusiasm in the face of, and I, uh, a face of a radio industry that has changed and can be very challenging at times to continue that attitude. And I, I have to say that that you are a, a breath of fresh air for Columbus radio, and a, and a, and, a, and this this market is lucky to have you. And I mean that wow. very sincerely because you're a very genuine person, and uh, thank really you, appreciate Dave. you making the time for us. Wow, thank you. I mean, it's thank very you. true. But my question is, are you looking for a job? <laughs> <laughs> I, Let's not get. <laughs> Let's not go down that path. I'm not allowed in that building anymore. <laughs> no, I, I, as I said in the beginning of the podcast, I feel that, uh, uh, totally the same way. In fact, when I usually after a work day, uh, producer TJ, I sometimes I give him a ride home and we're listening to Boxer on the way home. Aww. And uh, it's, it's well, very cool. You. So yeah. we appreciate thank you being you. here. And so, Dave, thank you. Lots of great stuff to look up on the podcast. Absolutely, including uh, Boxer is going to be broadcasting live from the Country Music Association Awards in Nashville. We'll talk about yes. that. Yep. We'll uh, make our own predictions and talk about some of the nominees. There's some really good ones there. That's going to be a lot of fun. And we've got a few clips from Celine Dion and Hugh Jackman from their time here. Oh, you got some good stuff and coming so up. So we got some good stuff, and we'll give you a little preview, too, of what's coming up at uh, both of the arenas and also Mershon Auditorium, which uh, yes. we, we can't forget. So, Dave, thank you very much. Much. Always a pleasure. Dave. Thanks for your kindness. Thank you. We will take this break and share a couple of highlights of upcoming events and back with Boxer from, appropriately, The Boxer Show. Coming right up. In a world full of chaos, one band packs the biggest punch. Five Finger Death Punch. November 26th, Nationwide Arena. Also starring Three Days Grace. Bad Wolves. And introducing Fire from the Gods. On sale now at LiveNation.com or Ticketmaster. Coming soon to an arena near you. Andrea Bocelli in concert. Saturday, December 14th, Schottenstein Center. Andrea Bocelli in concert, accompanied by the Columbus Symphony. Tickets are on sale now at the venue box office or online at Ticketmaster.com. Hey, this is Jordan McGraw. You're listening to the Arena Guys Backstage Pass Podcast with Gary the Arena Guy and Dave Rettelberger. All right, Jordan McGraw. Do you know who that is? How about that? I do not. Jordan McGraw. Uh, was here with the show. I'll give you a little background. He was selling T-shirts. The only T-shirt that he sold said, I am not a country singer. And uh, uh, because people thought he was related to Tim McGraw. Right. He right. is not. Do you know who he is related to? No, but I bet I'm going to be shocked. You could be surprised. He is the son of Dr. Phil. Yes. Phil McGraw. And uh, people always think he's related to Tim McGraw, but he's not. And uh, he opened for the Jonas Brothers, so it's very pop dance type music. 
So I was able to meet up with him after the show, and he did that uh, little uh, liner. The, we call him in radio liners. Did did that liner for us. Now, he's produced shows, right? Hasn't he produced spinoffs of, like, Dr. Phil's show, his dad's show? I, I thought he did. I don't know. Time. That would be interesting. He's trying to make it as a musical artist. Okay. And uh, he actually was, he was pretty good. Very dancey, poppy, yeah. and, you know, got the crowd going. He's pretty good. So uh, Dr. Phil's son, Jordan McGraw, is uh, a supporter of the Arena Guys Backstage Pass podcast. I like that. So, I, is it hard to get them to do that? Like, hey, you're listening to the Arena Guy. or what? Yeah, is, it's very hard. Is it difficult? You know, you have to get them the right situation. It's just like when you're at the station. You usually, if, if they pop in the station to say hi, or you get them on the air for an interview, or you're at a meet and greet, country people are, are more used to doing it than the pop people. Or more willing to do it, so you know. That I, is true. I, I love on your station. You know, you have like you know, uh, iHeart premiere of Luke Bryan's new song or yeah. Hootie and the Blowfish the other yeah. you know last week or something. So yeah, so we've got a few of those. We've got a a big one coming up. So stay tuned for that, because um, <laughs> you're going to stay tuned for a liner. <laughs> but it is a good one. I wait. I would. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, we also had a couple of. We'll talk about a couple other. Uh, past shows before we get to the CMA Awards. I want to really ask you about that. I'm jealous. If you need a co-host for that, I did the red carpet for the Alternative Press Music Awards, and uh, I didn't. I, country music. I, I would know everybody on the carpet. Uh, and and is that where you're going to be on the on the I, red carpet? Or I are will, you? I will not be on the red carpet. I am going to do um, pre-interviews before the actual show. So Monday. Awesome. So I'll fly in on Sunday the tenth. Uh, do my show live from there Monday and Tuesday. Um, it used to be at the convention center right across from Bridgestone Arena yeah. where the CMAs are held. Uh, but they moved the uh, interview to uh, now the old, actually, it's the old, I think it's called the Auditorium. Real original name, I realize. <laughs> but it's, it's, uh, it's where the original CMA Awards were. Cool. So it's on the other side of town, downtown, but that's where we'll be. Um, but I will not be on the red carpet. However, I do have experience on the red carpet. And that is not as easy as it might look. It is not. Uh, no, yeah. I, it is not. Well, I was talking to alternative rock stars that I, some of them I'd never heard of before. So I'll tell you that. But country, sometimes you see people out of their element too. You see them on stage. It's a little bit different than seeing them walking somewhere. And I suppose the red carpet is, is easier to recognize somebody than if you saw them in a grocery store. But still, you have to be on top of your game to make sure. Like some of these groups... The group is very well known, but some of the the members are kind of nameless in a way. Right. You know what I mean? So I, it's it's kind of hard. You know, we probably get over those two days uh, prior to the CMAs. Uh, we I thought last year we had like, no kidding, like 60, 70 some different artists and bands. Wow. And that's you, a lot. You get maybe five or six minutes to interview them and it's like a big i hate to say it but it's like a big cattle call you're in like a ballroom and there's other radio stations that are there not as many as what it used to be but what i do is my show represents a lot of um iheart radio iheart country and so the other radio stations will pick up a lot of my audio and they'll use it but i mean i'm writing what i do and i don't know how you did it I take recipe cards with me, and I'll write bullet points. And I'm sitting there almost all night just writing bullet points and little things, and I try to memorize it right. because I know that either someone's going to be filming me or on camera. But it's a lot of homework. Yeah, and a lot of these people, I did the Alternative Music Press Awards that was normally held in Cleveland, but they were moved here almost like three years ago when uh, the Democratic National Convention was in Cleveland. They had to move the televised awards here. And some of the people... 
they knew were not famous names. So sure. they would have somebody like a Price is Right girl with a card behind them and say, here comes, you know, so-and-so. Right, they do the same thing. Yep. But then there were the ones that they just assumed you knew, and it was like, oh, my gosh, I should know who that is. But uh, <laughs> That the, which is always fun. Yeah. <laughs> uh, a good thing I knew who Tyler Posey was from uh, MTV's Teen Wolf. And uh, I'm glad that we weren't live because he was very uh, outgoing with his language, I would say. Yeah. But he said the arena guy was was cool, but said it in a way that I could never use it. <laughs> <laughs> so well, let's let's go ahead. We're gonna. No, I was just gonna say uh, the iHeartRadio Music Festival uh, a few years ago. I can't even remember. Was it? Does Dead Mouse sound familiar? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, w- uh, like producer TJ is a f- okay, so solo artist, right? It, like he is, is that? He's oh. a, yeah, he's a DJ and producer. Okay, yeah. Well, he's not very nice, but I. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so. Okay. Oh, see, that's what I thought. So I'm getting out there. True story. I'm getting out there. I don't know who this gentleman is, and the producers of the show. Uh, backstage were like our job. One of the jobs that we had, besides doing stuff on stage, was to interview people backstage, and he was one of them. But they were going to have someone that was in that type of arena. No pun intended. That could, <laughs> you know, that could interview him. That at least would recognize, and he might be a little more friendly. Mm-hmm. Well, wouldn't you know? My luck. I was the one that had to do it. Uh, the, the 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 guy who knows nothing. So I, I'm checking on my phone, like, to figure out, okay, what it was with this guy. And that's exactly what he did. Like, every other word was a curse word. And I just kept going and, and acting like it didn't faze me. And, uh, and finally, his, uh, his handler, like, grabbed my arm and said, okay, that's enough. And, and uh, after it was all done, said and done, I said, hey, don't. You, you didn't have to touch me. I, you know, <laughs> I, 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 didn't, I just didn't understand. That was just a, probably one of the most bizarre interviews. Yeah. And he knew. He knew I was not from his world. I knew that he was not from mine. But I tried to kill him with kindness, but just not a very nice guy. And I don't even know what he's doing now. But You know, we meet a lot of people in both of our professions, sure. and most of them are super nice. They are. But yeah. every once in a while you get a thorn or somebody that surprises you or you just like, "Oh my gosh, I hope I don't come across but them again." You know what I will say at the at the very end, and it might have been all show, TJ, I'm not sure, but he did shake my hand. He said, "Hey man, good interview." I'm like, "Is he being serious?" <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, that's funny. Well, let's talk about a couple of shows before we get to our CMA uh, nominations. Hugh Jackman, uh, Dave and I talked about that a few minutes ago. Uh, we were backstage with him. Super nice guy. He's one of those guys. He's got that reputation in Hollywood, and and uh, you always hope it's true if, if, if you ever have the opportunity to meet them in person. Super nice. Uh, Dave and uh, our boss, I guess you'd say, uh, Zen, uh, and I were back there talking to him. We pres- presented him with a gift from the building, and uh, our boss Zen said, you know, I'm Zen, and, and he said, Zen, how do you spell that? And he said, with an X. And so then he shook my hand and said, I'm Gary, with, with a G. <laughs> and he, he, he seemed to like that because for, for the rest of the conversation, you know, we'd talk and he'd say, well, Gary with a G, what do you think about that or whatever? So I became Gary with a G. So that, that if I ever write a book, maybe that'll be the title. There you Gary go. Gary with a G. But uh, he also... Um, during his show, he sang some great songs from The Greatest Showman, from The Boy From Oz, a couple of standards uh, from Les Miserables, a couple of highlights. He brought the, uh, the woman f- 
I'm just drawing a blank on her name. Leona Settles, I think. I can't read your lips, but uh, <laughs> you, you should grab a mic and. Yeah. What is it? It's like it's like Kiala Settle or something. Yeah, but she's awesome. So I apologize should she be listening, and she should be. <laughs> um, but she did the show-stopping song on The Greatest Showman, and he brought her along, uh, and she sang a couple of songs, including that one. So it was awesome. But one of the highlights from the show and from any show when we have an internationally known star here is when they, they recognize that they're in Columbus and at The Ohio State University. And we have a clip here of Hugh Jackman oh, um, kind of uh, recognizing the city of Columbus and Ohio State. This is not the college I went to, no. This is unbelievable. It's such an honor to be here. I love the spirit of this. I love it. Buckeyes! So that was a fun moment of Hugh Jackman <laughs> bringing up the Wolverine in a, in, a, in a way that was very appropriate for Columbus here. You know, if I could, uh, I remember there was a few artists that will come through here and be very unfamiliar with Columbus. Yeah. And we'll talk to them backstage before they're ready to go on. And I'll say, hey, look. All you have to do is say OH. That's all you have to do, and people will go bananas. And they're like, "What, really, OH? I'm like, I promise you. And I try not to explain too much. Right. So they're like, OH, okay, all, all right. And, and it's like magic. As soon as they go out and eventually they get into it. And you can see it uh, on their faces, yeah, the so artist's like, faces. Yeah, it's, it's just a great moment. It's really funny. A couple of uh, examples of that, too, is uh, uh, Michael Buble, who we did uh, a couple months ago. We were backstage and talking to him, and, and he was leaving, and he turned to me and said, if, now, if I say OH, the crowd will know what I'm doing, right? And I said, it's, <laughs> it's golden. It's, you yeah, you yeah. do that. And then he said, he mentioned the three Blue Jacket players that left for free agency. Right, and, right. And he's, a big, he's from Canada. He's a big hockey player. And he said, if I mention those names, will they know? And I said, yeah they'll know and so that turned into a bit which actually we played on the last podcast uh, <laughs> on all that and it's a way for them to localize uh, and even when we did uh, at the stadium I think it was 2015 or so uh, the Rolling Stones Mick Jagger brought one of our uh, uh, guys uh, backstage to find out things about Columbus that he could mention on stage Brilliant. and I was so that's impressive I was so jealous that I wasn't the guy wow. Because I sat on a couch with Mick Jagger for like 10 minutes talking oh about Columbus landmarks Bucket to mention. List. I know it. Holy right. cow. So that was awesome. And we also did Celine Dion. Um, you know, I always liked Celine Dion. I was, I've never been like a mega fan, but I appreciated her talent and her incredible run in Vegas and her, her just uh, incredible career and her, her huge catalog of, of, of music. And uh, we, we hosted her uh, just last week. And... I will tell you that she brought Vegas to the shot, and it was absolutely 
incredible. And I have to say, I everybody knows, anybody who knows me or listens to the podcast know that I'm a diehard Elton John fan, and I've seen him 30-some times. And that's I, I saw his Vegas show, but I didn't see hers because, well, he kind of replaced her for a while when they took a break. But I thought it would be good, but it was incredible. It was incredible. And she is another one of those artists that will go on no matter what. She had a cold, which affected some of her Canadian shows. Sure. And she admitted on the air that she had, a, or on the stage that she uh, had a cold, but you could not tell. She was truly on top of her game. Did she make you cry? Well, she made one of my friends who was, uh, there are two songs where, where he cried. There's a song called The Prayer uh, that, he do, that she does with Andrea Bocelli. And, she, oh, yeah. and then, there, then, of course, uh, my heart will go on from Titanic. Um, <laughs> the, uh, you cried over that one? No, I didn't. Oh, okay. I didn't. I didn't, I didn't but he did. <laughs> he, he was, it was a bucket list show for him. Okay. But uh, anyway, um, the prayer, which he sings with Andrea Bocelli, Bocelli she said, I'm going to sing this solo, but I normally do it with uh, Andrea Bocelli. And, well, she said that before she said she'll do it solo. And the crowd acted like, oh, my gosh. Is he here? Right. And she said, no, he's not here. And there was a quiet moment, and I wanted to yell, Celine, he will be here in yeah. December. <laughs> exactly. Because <laughs> you see him behind me, I think. Oh, yeah. Um, but uh, he will be here in December. But she sang that solo, and that was an awesome song. But she was another one of the artists that uh, brought uh, her, her Buckeye uh, connection to the Schottenstein Center. And we've got that right now. You have a hot city. You have a hot city. And you know what? Everybody seems to be in a good mood. What's going on? I'm just wondering. Uh, has this got anything to do with the way the... The Buckeyes are the play? <laughs> <laughs> He's not hearing it. Okay, okay. You know what? Scott, you might not know this, but get ready. Let's give it a shot. So <laughs> it's fun. And I, I get very excited when I'm able to capture some of those moments. That was a great moment. You know, I, I feel like that's one of the keys. We've seen a gazillion shows. That's one of the keys, I think, to a, a, just an amazing concert and to be able to connect with a superstar artist like that. When, like you said earlier, when they can localize it like that. Yeah. Very, very cool. And, and also recently we did some... Uh, uh, kind of alternative music, Bon Iver, very good. Chain Smokers with uh, Five uh, Seconds of Summer, really good. Uh, Grammy winners, um, I think they won Best New Artist, did they not, at the Grammys, Chain Smokers? Yeah, and uh, they've won, um, I think they won for Closer, which was like their big hit. A their number, number one hit, they yeah. had a lot of buzz. Producer TJ, chiming yeah. in. And we did uh, Mercy Me, 
which is you know a Christian pop group, uh, I can only imagine was a huge hit. It actually crossed over to country a few years ago, and it was the biggest selling Christian song of all time. And we hosted them. We had the best date here in Columbus on their entire world tour. So I love when we can say that. So that was coming up. So let's uh, let me ask you a couple of things before we take another break and share a sure. couple more highlights. Then yeah. we'll talk about the CMA awards. Uh, you do you're doing a fun thing. I've been hearing you talk about it a lot. Sounds really cool. And the boo bash. Oh, the boo bash. Tell us yeah. tell us about that and how people can uh, attend that. It sounds really fun. Oh, you really do listen. Oh my goodness. I do. No, I know. <laughs> uh, so the the boo bash was actually its uh, conception was uh, uh, started by my wife. She had always wanted to do some type of event uh, that helped out the James Cancer Hospital. Uh, specifically the prostate cancer unit. Um, her uncle passed away a couple of years ago from mm. prostate cancer. Her dad had an aggressive form of prostate cancer a few years ago, but he beat it. And she's always been wanting to do something to give back. She loves the media platform, whether it's, you know, what you do, Arena Guy, or myself and radio, TV. And so we, we just, I went to my boss, Zuko, and just said, hey, can we do something at one of our venues? We're friends with everyone. And we happened to get one of the artists that was going to come through. He happens to have new music coming, Tyler Farr. And uh, he, he had Redneck Crazy. Yeah. Uh, you know, a guy walks into a bar, among others. So he's going to uh, preview some of this new music that he has coming out in 2020. Uh, but we were able to work it out where he's coming on really his own time, you know. And we're going to be able to give 100% of these proceeds, uh, the ticket proceeds, right to the James. So it's $25 tickets. You can get those through wseable.com, uh, keyword bash. You can find it right there. It's, uh, it's all over social media as well. Uh, but we also have North of Nashville that's performing and a new up-and-comer, uh, Roman Alexander. Um, but I, I'm really excited. And, and not to mention, wait, I forgot a key component here. Please. It's, it's, a, it's a costume party. So, yeah, <laughs> I realize it's November 1st, next Friday. Uh, it's the day after Halloween, but I can't imagine you have your costumes put away that soon. So we would love to have you come out, be a part of it. Please, you guys let me know if you want to come. I, you could be my special guest, okay? Uh, but it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, I know we have three uh, cabins to give away for the 2020 Buckeye Cruise for Cancer. Uh, awesome. Which that's where the, the money is going to go to the Buckeye Cruise for Cancer, and then they'll obviously cut a check and write it right to the James. So I, I'm very excited about this. It's fantastic. Uh, and, of course, 25 bucks. I mean, give me a break for all I of know. that. Plus, it's going to such a good cause. Absolutely. And, and North to Nashville, they're friends of ours. And one of the guys in the band used to work here. Who, which uh, one? Oh, Chris, wait, Chris. Chris yeah. Nance. And so he used to work here, and uh, and that they're awesome. They do a lot of our pre-parties and perform here a lot. And uh, Tyler Farr performed at one of our first, first or second Buckeye Country Superfest shows yes, at the stadium. Right. That's In right. fact, uh, you know what? I'm enjoying the fact this is going on YouTube, so it's visual. Uh, we can put up a picture just because I want to, because we can. It's visual, a picture of me and Tyler Farr from back then. So we'll do that <laughs> in a little bit. Uh, have you ever met him before? Oh, yeah, yeah. He's great. During is, the isn't he CMAs, awesome? Yeah, he's a, and his voice. I know. That raspy voice of his. It's oh, it's great. Very good. So what a great lineup. Yeah. What, a, what a great thing you're doing and a great cause. So I want to make sure we talked about, well, thank uh, about thank that. Thank you so much. Um, let's take a break and uh, share some highlights of upcoming events at uh, the Shot in Nationwide Arena. And then when we come back, let's run through the major nominees for the uh, Country Music Association Awards coming up. You will be there. 
So let's make our predictions, and then All right. for the next podcast, maybe we'll chat on the phone or something, and we can talk about great. how we did. So that'll be fun. So we'll do that coming right up. Jeff Dunham, seriously. He's hitting the road with a new show and the whole gang, plus the latest edition, Larry. What is your exact job title again? Personal advisor to the president. You're a little stressed out. Oh, you think? <laughs> Friday, January 10th, Schottenstein Center. Tickets available at the Schottenstein Center ticket office and Ticketmaster.com. You don't want to miss his all-new show, Columbus. He's hitting the road with the entire gang. I kill you! Jeff Dunham, seriously. Millions of fans have witnessed the concert experience that launched a one-of-a-kind rock holiday tradition, Trans-Siberian Orchestra. Live in concert, the all-new Christmas Eve and other stories. Presented by Hallmark Channel. Two shows, December 26th, Nationwide Arena. Reserved seats are on sale now at LiveNation.com, Ticketmaster.com, and the Arena Ticket Office. Hey everyone, it's Jared Smalley, NBC4 Sports Director. You are listening. You are immersed to the Arena Guys Backstage Pass podcast with Gary the Arena Guy and Dave Rittleberg. Thank you, Jared. He was on our podcast number eight. And uh, it's fantastic. You can find him on YouTube, but it's just the audio on YouTube. Today is our first YouTube video hey. podcast with Boxer from the boxer show i just love saying that it's, it's you know I, my favorite trivia question of all time is who is the star of the mary tyler moore show and you know people go huh is it mary tyler moore come on She's, uh, and 92.3 wcol he's with us here want to also mention for behind the scenes stories fan interviews and up-to-date concert information and all kinds of other fun stuff follow the arena guy on facebook twitter instagram and subscribe on YouTube and this podcast, of course, sub subscribe as well. So on Facebook and all those, it's just the Arena Guy on Twitter. It's at underscore the Arena Guy. So can I just say, yeah. I, I've I've never seen someone do a better job of branding themselves <laughs> than you. No, you seriously. I'm looking at your coffee cups. I'm looking at the mic flags, and I'm like, wow, this this guy's doing it right. Well, no, thank so, you. So high fives. Okay, high five. Literally. <laughs> all right. So you will be at uh, the Country Music Association Awards, the CMA Awards, as we as yes, we call sir. them, coming yes, up. Sir. It's yeah. uh, November thirteenth. Yes, sir. And you will be doing interviews in advance, and they'll in, play back on the station. Is advance. that what you're doing? Yes. Yeah, so so what's going to happen is our our first day of interviews will be Monday morning, and they start at uh, nine a.m., which is ten o'clock our time. And so it's it's all day. It's uh, from nine to like three, and and it's it's crazy because when it starts to get towards two o'clock Nashville time, well three is when I go on the air. So I've got to somehow you know try to juggle all that. And some people would ask, well wait, why not why not try to do some of that live? You could in in essence. Here here's the thing I have found personally. When it comes to, you never know what you're going to get with some of those interviews. It's true. And with it, you know, being, you know, I guess uh, overseen by the FCC, it's just, <laughs> even though we do have a 15-second delay, it's just better to tape them and then, uh, I guess, just cut out everything you don't need and just go right to, a, if, sorry for this pun, but uh, just the meat and potatoes, yeah. I think. And that's what yeah. we're doing. We're, uh, yeah. We record this because we were just scared to death of what you might say. <laughs> If we were live. 
right. I'm sure. Very risky. You know, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, I actually thought we were having a different promo. It was my mistake. Uh, come up before this one. Uh -huh. But uh, the next one is extra fun as well. Not that Jared isn't. Jared is awesome. <laughs> but uh, it, what, it was a country music tie-in is what oh, I'm okay, referring okay. to. I am kind of putting my foot in my mouth a couple different times on this <laughs> podcast. So let's talk about the CMA Awards, yeah. the 2019 nominations. Okay. I feel like right now... You know, listening to WCOL and just uh, all the country music that, that uh, that's out there right now, I feel like right now is a really, really good time for the quality of country music. I'm listening to the station, and I was just making note of it uh, the other day, you know, between Luke Combs and, and the new one from Kenny Chesney, Tip of My Tongue, and, and uh, uh, Miranda. Oh, my gosh, what's up with it'll all come out in the wash? I cannot get that out of my head. You, you like that one. You like well, Miranda's? I like it. Yeah. But it's like one of those songs, and maybe I'll ask you later what song gets stuck in your head that you just can't get rid of. It's been in my head for like two weeks. That's definitely one of them. And the yeah. video in concert <laughs> was really good. It was really, and then I hear it on the radio. It, it is so good, but it, I can't get it out of my head. So it's like, Miranda, take a break. You don't, you don't really hear a lot of songs use laundry as a, as a no. metaphor either, which I found to be pretty <laughs> Well, it's perfect for country music, it isn't is. it? <laughs> and I yeah. feel like Miranda, Miranda has won, I believe it's the ACM, Female Vocalist of the Year, eight years in a row. Maybe a CMA, but I think it's ACM. More than anybody ever. But I feel like the last couple of years she needed another monster hit. Mm -hmm. Like she's I had, do too. she's had hits, yeah. but she needed another uh, "Mama's Broken Heart" or something, and this song is it. Well, I, yeah, I, I felt like she just needed uh, something to elevate her. Just she's already a superstar, but up to up just a little bit, and so I, th I feel like this is the song that might do it again. Well, I think you know this too, and most that love music, any music lover will know. If you're listening to an artist for a certain period of time, sometimes songs can start to sound alike, and I think. I, there's a magic formula, I think, with every artist. They, they know what they're good at. And I think you, she just needed something catchy again. Yeah. She needed a really good hook in a song. And, and she's got it, I think. She's got it. And uh, like I said, uh, and, and there's another song I really like right now. And she's a new artist, so I, I, you're going to help me with her name. But it's, uh, uh, it's, it's about uh, someone else's broken heart. Someone else is broke. Uh, uh, you, you, you play her. She's a new artist. I, Ingrid Andrews? Yeah, is, yeah. yeah. I've yeah. got the title wrong, but do I have it right? It's like if yes. you break up, you know, my mom gets attached to you more than... More, more hearts than mine. More hearts yeah. than mine. Yep. So, yep. yeah. So, yeah. there you go. You know what's funny is uh, she is probably my favorite new up-and-comer right now. I mean, well, you heard her voice. Yeah. Her voice is amazing. She's our latest... Uh, uh, what they call in, uh, what we do, where I work for iHeartMedia, it's uh, iHeartCountry on the verge artist. And that's just simply an artist who is on the verge of, you know, going over and, and really popping in our format. And the lyrics, no one's ever written about that before. No. So the lyrics are really, I mean, it's really true. I mean. It's basically, yeah. Arena Guy, it's, hey, you break up with me. You're not just breaking up with me. You're breaking up with all these people, yeah. my entire town. So I would not show up anymore if you're going <laughs> to. So let's talk about uh, the the CMA Awards okay. Album of the Year. All right, you know, yeah. Show the world that I need cheaters. Um, oh, you look good. You get to look distinguished. <laughs> yeah, I love that word. <laughs> you know, I, I met uh, uh, people say you know I'm 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 prematurely uh, lightheaded, and so then people say I, I like it. You look distinguished, and I said, yeah, that's just uh, uh, saying I'm old, and it's not true. I'm still. I'm just like Steve Martin. See, I, I looked at premature. You, you, you have blonde hair, right? Yes. I looked, so I met Anderson. I, so. I met Anderson Cooper recently. Uh huh. And uh, 
Put the photo up later. <laughs> <laughs> I, I met Anderson Cooper, and he saw me, and he pointed his finger to he? to my head, <laughs> and started laughing. And I said, and somebody yelled, "Hey, there's two silver foxes!" And I, hey, I thought, I, I told him, you know what? I don't mind being called a fox, but the silver thing, I like to still think I'm blonde because. I was blonde, and uh, I still am. And uh, he said, yeah, right. I still like to think I have brown hair. <laughs> said, thanks for that. Yeah, but I do see the blonde in your hair. So Thank that, you. that's why I asked. Yeah. Good. Yeah. So uh, then we took a photo. We were both wearing black shirts, and, and it just looked like we were brothers. And that's Where did you see it? Was that when he was at the palace? Or, or no, he was in Cincinnati Cincinnati? a couple, okay. couple weeks ago. Okay. So, all right, album of the year. Some right. great people here. I don't know. Maybe we should go backwards, but we'll start with the album of the year. Okay. Thomas Rhett. Centerpoint Road, Cry Pretty, Carrie Underwood. I, she does everything pretty. Uh, Dan and Shay, Dan and Shay, Desperate Man, Eric Church, and Girl, Marin Morris. Now, my opinion is, I don't know how you feel, these are all great artists. Yes. Every one of them. Yep. Um, I feel like this is Dan and Shay's year. You nailed it. I was, I I was really going to say do. Dan and Shay. This has been their year. Yeah. It really has. Um, and we are doing Dan and Shay coming up i know march uh, march yep. at nationwide yep. arena so that's going to be very exciting and they have like they've had so many big hits tequila and speechless and others but this new song with justin bieber right when, when you you're right when you first hear wait justin bieber's on this uh oh, justin bieber but you you really have to put that out of your mind and just listen to the song and it's excellent. Matter of fact, a quick story for you. Yeah. You know, we talked how I'm syndicated. I actually had a program director. I won't say what city, but he actually emailed me and he said, hey, can we not make a big deal about Justin Bieber? Matter <laughs> of fact, let's not even say that Justin Bieber is on it. I don't want to alienate people. And I thought, no. I, look, we all have different opinions, but I did not think that that was the right path to take. I thought, no, 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 we should embrace Justin Bieber. I don't think there's anything wrong with He sounds excellent on that song. He really does. And uh, he was on WCOL with uh, Woody and the, and yep. on the morning show. And uh, they asked him about that. And uh, they, they feel like it's uh, not a bad thing, that it actually might open the doors do of too. country music to maybe a pop audience yeah. more that's that's what i was gonna ask you was like how do, how do like most of the country like fan base feel about like artists from other genres like we've seen like florida georgia line work with like nelly and uh we've seen like rappers crossover like obviously the little nas x and all of that um like how how does the fan base like the diehard country fans and like a lot of the listeners of your show like react sure. to that well great question tj i would say back in the 90s and the 2000s, early 2000s, uh, it was it was frowned upon. It, people, listeners would look away. And then um, Tim McGraw, I remember, gosh, what was it? 06, 07, somewhere in there. He and Nelly got together and sang over and over. And and then it was a little quiet for a while. And then you nailed it with uh, FGL. Florida Georgia Line came out. They got Nelly. And then B.B. Uh, Rexa. And I remember mm -hmm. talking to B.B. Rexa about, you know, Meant to Be, which is another fantastic great, song. Great, great, great song. And, yeah. and she said she, she they didn't know if it was going to be country. She didn't know. Matter of fact, I don't know if you know this story, but FGL and B.B. Rexa had never met each other. And uh, the, the whole story with that, the title of that song yeah. is Tyler Hubbard called his wife. And he, uh, he said, hey, babe, I got to go to a writing session with uh, B.B. Rex, I've never met her before. I'm a little nervous. Uh, I don't know what's going to come out of this. 
And his wife said, babe, if it's meant to be, you know, it'll be. And that's, <laughs> that, and, and he didn't know it, but he realized at the session, he's like, well, wait a minute. That's a great name for a song. <laughs> yes, and, and so that's how it became what it is. But, but really, to, long story short, to answer your question, TJ, uh, I think nowadays, thanks to those like FGL who have really opened up the door to have more of and And I think our younger audience, too, thanks to FGL. Mm-hmm. I think, uh, you know, duos like FGL have really allowed our younger audience to that's the norm now. Mm-hmm. That's the norm to work with others. Now, the Lil Nas X and, and Billy Ray Cyrus, I love the song. I really do. Yeah, it's a fun but one. My, my only disagreement with that song, and I, I, I just want to set the record straight, because I think people are like, oh, you old man, you don't like <laughs> that's, not, that's not it at all. I think it's a fantastic song. It's, I really it's do. It's very clever, and it's simplicity. But, but uh, people were like, you know, I guess country music stations, you know, didn't want to play it. Right. And, and I said, well, it, uh, look, who am I to say it's not country? But I, I don't regard that as a, a normal country song. But do I like the song? Yes. And it deserves success. Uh, I just don't think you can slap a Billy Ray Cyrus on it yeah. and say, well, now it's country. Yeah. Right. You know? Exactly. You know? And uh, to do what I do, to tie in a couple Florida Georgia line coming to Buckeye Country Superfest this oh, June, yeah. June 20th. And B.B. Rexa met her just, uh, what, a, a month or so ago, yeah. opening for the Jonas Brothers. Yeah. And she's about, uh, she's just a tiny little yeah, thing. she's and, tiny. But she's got a huge voice. She's amazing. It's something. And really sweet, really sweet. So there we go. Okay, so we both agree on Dan and Shay. Yes. Uh, musical event of the year. Um, all my favorite people, Marin Morris featuring Brothers Osborne. They're amazing, by the way. Live, Brothers Osborne. Uh, Brand New Man, an old uh, classic that Brooks and Dunn is doing uh, with Luke Combs. Dive Bar, which I can ask you about in a moment, too. Garth Brooks and Blake Shelton, great song. And we talked about uh, Lil Nas X and Billy Ray Cyrus, Old Town Road, the remix. And What Happens in a Small Town, Brantley Gilbert and Lindsay L. Um, What's your pick there? Because before you say, uh, it's a little challenging because yes old town road is a huge across the board hit exactly but is it country like you say is right. it going to win at the cmas i could see it winning at the grammys i'm not so sure at the cmas i don't know you know what i cannot sp- as a cma member myself i cannot i cannot speak for everyone who is a member and how they will vote i know i've already voted on mine, um, so I don't know if I. Well, what the heck? I'll just say who I voted for. It doesn't matter. <laughs> but uh, but 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 here's my thing. I, I, I'm gonna sound contradictive for what I just said, but this is this is me. This is not the entire industry. Judging by how the CMAs uh, really promoted Billy Ray Cyrus and Lil Nas X over the summer at the CMA Fest, I just I have to. I, I feel like this CMA Awards arena guy is there's a, there's a point, maybe a few points to prove. You know, Brad Paisley isn't co-hosting anymore. It's all female. Yeah. Um, I think that the landscaping has changed, and I think there, they, there are certain, not individuals, but the industry as a whole maybe just wants to prove a few points, and one of them, I think, is going to be this particular uh, category. I, I, as... as I, I, I guess as contradictive as I'm going to sound here, I'm going to go with Lil Nas X there. And oddly enough, the arena guy chooses that as well. I want, 
I love the idea of Garth and Blake. Me too. But Me the too. song wasn't as big as of a hit as no. I think they wanted it to no. be. Uh, the concept is great. And, uh, well, maybe we just talk about it now. I mean, he's coming to Ohio, and one of the only ways, maybe the only way you can go, is to win tickets on CNL, COL. Yep, yep that's right. Uh, we'll have our last set today, and I'll be broadcasting on Monday from, from the venue. That'll be awesome. The so the, by the Armadillo. <laughs> <laughs> Which, Isn't that cool? The, did, it did, is so cool. Did you, do you know a little bit about that small venue? Uh, I do uh, not. I'm from Illinois, so I'm relatively new. So sure. last when he did play there... I wasn't yet in so Columbus. That, so the town itself, Rootstown, is maybe seven, 8,000 people. And this particular venue, the Dusty Armadillo, is well known for bringing up-and-coming artists and, and becoming eventually huge. Garth Brooks is one of them. Luke Holmes was another one. Mm. Uh, we know how successful Luke Holmes is. So Garth Brooks is going back to his roots, if you will. He has given Ohio mega, mega props for you know, getting his career started. And uh, I'm excited about broadcasting the show from there on Monday and, and seeing the show. That's so let me know if you need something, you know, audio, pictures, or something, and I'll get them to you. All right, awesome. And uh, Garth is very loyal to those who helped him along the way. In fact, uh, the cities and venues, he goes back to the venues that he played yeah. when tickets were only 1750 And right. uh, we did him in Illinois, and all seats in the whole venue were 1750 at a time when he actually was bigger when the show show happened than when they went on sale. Well, well here's, a, here's another yeah. quick story about Garth. Uh, he is one of my favorite artists of all time just to interview, just favorite people. I've never seen him in a bad mood. Uh, if, if he was, he hides it real well. But he's just so genuine. The, the one thing I want to say about him is you talked about not forgetting where you're from. Yeah. Uh, he, we actually, WCOL as a radio station, got extra tickets from Gar to give away for this dive bar tour stop number five because he remembered WCOL always being having his back, always supporting him, um, you know, whether it's playing the dive bar song itself. So he made sure that we got extra tickets to give away. I mean, just stuff like that. Like, he's so big, he's made so much money. You know, who cares about this radio station in Columbus? But he, he has not forgotten that. It is part of the secret to his success, but. To add to that, it's not it, – he, he does it on purpose, but he's also very sincere about yes, it. Yes, so it's is. not total calculation, uh, you know, I will do this and then I will get this. He's very sincere about his appreciation to those who have been there along the way. Yeah. So very good. Okay, new artist of the year. Uh, several of these artists have been at the Shotter Nationwide. Uh, Cody Johnson, Carly Pierce – who we had here, Midland, who is awesome. I believe they opened for Little Big Town recently, and then we had them again. I yeah. think they were at BCS yeah. last year. Yes. Uh, Ashley McBride and Morgan Whalen, who we had here, uh, is he? He's married to Kelsey Ballerini. Uh, no, that is that is uh, Morgan Evans. Morgan, Morgan Evans. Evans. I got yep. my yep. Morgans mixed no, up. No, it's okay. But uh, Morgan Whalen's been here too, uh, so. I'm curious who you pick. I've written mine down. I guess I'll just say I'm going with Midland on this one. Okay. I'm going to go with someone who I think has had uh, – Midland's a good one. Uh, and I went back and forth with this. 
and even Morgan. Uh, oh, and Arena Guy, if I could just for a sec. Yeah. Um, it's actually Morgan Wallen. Oh, Morgan Wallen. Wallen. See? It's okay. It's okay. No, he's so but new, though. He's exactly. new artist of the year, so we he's, have to learn his pronunciation. He's, he's new, <laughs> and trust me, I've done it myself, so you're not the only one. And I knew uh, that now that you say it. I'm going to say, honestly, I'm going to say Carly Pierce. Okay. I'm going to say Carly Pierce. She's really good. Yeah. She's really good. He so, just got married, too. Okay. Very good. So let's move on to uh, uh, Entertainer of the Year. Now, this one always confuses me because I feel like this is an award where it's not just based on your hit records, that it's it's the show you put on, it's yes. your whole persona, it's everything you do. Um, the, the nominees are Garth Brooks, Chris Stapleton, who's amazing, an amazing oh, songwriter. Yeah. Uh, uh, he, he wrote uh, Drink a Beer. And, and, and a million others, oh but, but gosh, that one yeah. I especially like. Um, <laughs> Keith Urban, who's fantastic. Carrie Underwood, fantastic. Eric Church is the only one in this group I've never met, but uh, Eric Church nominated, and, and they're all great. My opinion is you're not going to find a better entertainer than Garth. I agree. And so he's my pick, but it seems like sometimes, I know Keith has won in the past, and he's fantastic. So it, they might put hit records into the equation and I don't know if they will or not but my vote is for Garth because I don't think as great as all of them them are they put on great shows I think Garth is like the king Kate, well, he I, and George. <laughs> look, look, I completely agree with you, and you know how I feel about Garth Brooks. Yeah. As far as I'm concerned, I think it, it would be Garth almost every time. You know, Keith Urban's up there too. But I have to say, I think this award show is going to be different from the past and I, I just think there's been a lot of, uh, I guess, a lot of stress on, hey, Carrie Underwood's the only female in this category. Uh, I think there's, dare I say, politics involved sometimes in this stuff, and not in a bad way. I just think people, media, try to look for an angle, and that's the angle in this category is Carrie Underwood. Uh, not that she's not deserving of it. I'm just saying I think it's going to be Carrie Underwood. Okay. All right, so we'll put you. I I, I was uh, premature. I wrote you down with Garth. So, <laughs> well, I agree with you, but I think <laughs> I think it's going to be Carrie Underwood. Okay, very good. Single of the year: Burning Man, Dirks Bentley, who is here, just fantastic with uh, Brothers oh, yeah. Osborne. He's that, good. That's a great song. Girl, Marin Morris, really good. God's Country. I love that song. It's Blake a Shelley. great song. It was almost like a uh, Blake needed a song like that. It was, a, it was a little bit different than some of the things he's done. Hey, a little Buckeye. You know who texts me and, and always requests that song from a former Buckeye? Uh, An Anthony Schlegel. He really? always, he'll text me. He's like, hey, can you play some God's Country? <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. We've got uh, Millionaire by Chris Stapleton. Very good. Speechless Dan and Shay. Uh, I really think it's Dan and Shay's year, and I'm going to go with Speechless. You know what? Uh, let me double check this because I'm leaning on them too. Uh, you know what? I, I gotta say, actually, I'm gonna go with Blake on this. Are one. you? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's a great song. I mean, it's 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 it is a great. It's speechless song. too. Yeah. yeah. So song of the year. This goes to the songwriters. Mm -hmm. uh, I feel like Beautiful Crazy's been out for like a couple of years. It does seem like that, doesn't it? It does. I don't. I don't know when officially it came out, and and, and certainly there's. These awards were voted on recently, so there's probably well, a it, time. 
Right, Arena Guy. It's, it's like the new Artist of the Year Award. You'll see an artist that, wait, I feel like they've been around forever. That, a new artist. I know. Uh, it's, just, it's just the time when you know, there's like a cutoff, and obviously they yeah. just made it in. So Remember when Shelby Lynn uh, won the yeah. Grammy Award for Best New Artist, and she had been around for like eight years? Yeah. And she That's had a whole something. bunch of albums, and I, I think she, what, she started out as country, but then started going a little more alternative, alternative pop yep. or something. Yep. Uh, so it's it's a little funny. So uh, Song of the Year, Beautiful Crazy Luke Combs. It's a great song. Yes, it is. Girl, yeah. Marin Morris, God's Country, uh, Rainbow, uh, Casey Musgraves. So it was one of the songwriters there. Shane McAnally's, uh, McAnally, 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 gee yep, whiz, McAnally, is yep. a, a great songwriter. Tequila, another Dan and Shay song. Uh, what are you going with? You know what? In this one, Arena Guy, I, I think, just out of all of them, they're all great songs, but if you're thinking from a songwriter standpoint, uh, I'm going to go with Tequila. I am too. Um, I, think, uh, I think Rainbow is really a fantastic oh, song. That's such a good song. It is an awesome song. But it, it, maybe this sounds weird, but I feel like that's more of a song that would be uh, won at the Grammy Awards versus the CMAs? Yeah, and as you know, she had a very successful year uh, earlier this year at the Grammys. Uh, it it's, it's definitely has been Casey Musgraves' year for that, but I just feel like the success of Tequila, uh, and from a songwriter standpoint, um, it's, it's out there more. All right, Female Vocalist of the Year, Kelsey Ballerini, great. Miranda Lambert, Marin Morris, Casey Musgraves, and Carrie Underwood. Um, there's a possibility. It'd be fun to see if a Casey Marin or, or Kelsey would win there. Carrie Underwood, of course, is who's better. Miranda Lambert, who's better. They're tied for who's better. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, who do you pick there? Oh, man. Is it this so, is, kind of a younger artist or this is an established? One. I, I'm trying to think the past year of success and songs, and I think honestly, I think with this one, uh, I have to. I have to go with Carrie Underwood. Okay. Here's, I'm going to go with Miranda again. Okay. She seems to. It's not a bad pick. She seems to win all the time. And I feel like Kelsey, Marin, and Casey are going to split the votes on kind of the younger female oh, that's artists. That's an interesting strategy. And Miranda certainly is deserving. Carrie is very deserving. She's, she's awesome. And she's like one of the sweetest people you ever meet, yeah, too. she really is. Uh, male vocalist of the year, Dirks Bentley, Luke Combs, Thomas Rhett. Chris Stapleton and Keith Urban, uh, a really good lineup there. I think so. Uh, do you want me to go on this one first, or yeah. do you want to go? Yeah, okay. I'm torn, uh, but... I, I'm just going to say right now, um, this is the year of Luke Combs, so I'm going to say Luke Combs. Okay, look. <laughs> <laughs> I was torn between Luke and Thomas Rhett. Thomas Rhett's another one, too, but I, I, it just... I, just the feeling of 2019 yeah. and the incredible year that Luke has had. I totally agree. I mean, look at the show, what, back in March he did here? That show last fall when it went on sale, you know. Sold out so in a day. It was incredible. Luke Combs, who his fans and country fans knew who he was, but outside of that he had not yet expanded beyond that. So it was surprising to us that... So you guys we, were we, surprised. We, you, we, when, we were surprised. We thought it would do well, but... It was out of the box. I, look, arena, arena guy, I had listeners that started uh, tweeting me and, and emailing me saying, uh, tickets just went on sale like a minute ago, and it <laughs> sold out already. I know. You know? It was weird. And uh, he uh, expressed his appreciation to the building yeah. and uh, ordered pizza for the staff. Oh, I didn't know that. He's, he's a handwritten note saying thank you so much. Said I'm sending some pizzas over. 
So isn't that kind of cool? So that that was after it, it sold out or after he did the show? No, right? after or, after it sold so well. After it went on sale. What a cool yeah. thing. I'm gonna, so, can I steal that for my show? Yeah. Show prep? Okay. Yeah, up and coming from the arena guy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Vocal group of the year. And, and I am so, I don't even know. Okay. Um, Lady Antebellum, Little Big Town, Midland, Old Dominion, and Zach Brown. Zach Brown Band is awesome. We've had them many times. Oh, yeah. Uh, Midland we've had a couple times. Little Big Town and uh, Lady, Lady Antebellum we've had in various venues. I think they were at uh, BCS one year. Um, I don't believe we've had Old Dominion. Old Dominion. And uh, you know what? I'm going to go out on a limb and say Old Dominion. OD. That's what I was going to say. Were you really? Yep. yep. Wow. I think it's going to be OD. We think alike. Music video of the year. Last two here. Music video of the year, Burning Man, Dirks Bentley with Brothers Osborne, Girl, Marion Morris, God's Country, Blake Shelton, Rainbow, Casey Musgraves, and some of it, Eric Church. Who are you going with? Okay, this one. Are we thinking alike, too? This one, I'm going to go Casey. Casey. (laughs) Oh, did you do? See, I'm I'm trying not to look at yours at all, so, Yeah. yeah. I agree with you. It's, it is a it is a wonderful video, even though nobody plays videos anymore. It still is. Uh, <laughs> get, <laughs> it get them online. I know. Get them online. YouTube. Yep. And vocal duo of the year: Brooks right. and Dunn, Brothers Osborne, Dan and Shay, Florida Georgia Line, Maddie and Tay. Should we say this one together on the count of three? Yes. One, two, three. Dan, Dan and Shay. Shay. There we go. So tag <laughs> and boxer. I had no idea. We thought alike so much wow isn't that How crazy we are wow. all right well let's take a quick break come back talk about uh, a few of the upcoming shows and uh, and wrap up this uh incredibly fun podcast today with boxer from the boxer show on 92.3 wcol and we'll do that coming up get in the game at the harlem globetrotters live Experience the most entertaining basketball on the planet. At this amazing, unforgettable game, you won't just be watching the action, you'll be in the middle of it. On a night filled with shooting stars, the one who shines brightest could be you. Playing two games at Schottenstein Center, Sunday, December 29th at 1 and 6 p.m. Get your tickets through Ticketmaster today. Together again this holiday season, Balsam Hill presents Christmas with Amy Grant and Michael W. Smith. Featuring a full symphony orchestra, plus the incredible vocals of Mark Martell. December 1st, Nationwide Arena. Reserve seats on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. Find out how you can go backstage. Visit MeetAmyAndMichael.com. Visit Balsam Hill for all your Christmas decorating needs. Everybody, Garth Brooks here for everything backstage or any kind of private stuff with any of the arenas here in Columbus. Gary, the arena guy, right here. He's got it. All right. Thank you, Garth. Our choice for Entertainer of the Year. There you go. Every wow. Year. Seriously, you got Garth to do that. That's awesome. Did. Actually, I had a chance to interview Garth, and uh, he just, uh, he's, he's, he's unbelievable. Hey, when he was here, what was it, two years ago or something like that? He did uh, yeah. six shows or whatever it was. Yep. Um, there, I, I noticed you have the, the Schottenstein Center here. There is like a, a side gym or whatever it is, and he was walking around in like sweats and a yep. hoodie and a, a ball cap, and I'm like, wait a minute, that's Garth. And he just, he just yeah. 
Just I, talking to everyone. Yeah, they were here uh, for three days, two weekends in a row. Yeah, that's what it was. And they were here a lot of the time in between. He did leave for a couple of days, I think, but came yeah. back. And I was coming into work one day, and there's Garth with the baseball bat and a few of his crew, and they're walking across the street from the shot to the baseball stadium, oh, and wow. they, they played softball. And some of our crew, I wasn't one of them, but some of our crew uh, were there and played as well. And uh, he ate at some local restaurants. And, you know, he was so cool. he was around town. He's just the coolest guy. And he's about as sincerely humble as you can get. Yes, he is. Uh, and, and all that. So Garth Brooks, well, it'd be fun to have him back someday. But uh, you will uh, see him at the Dive Bar Tour. Yeah, I'm looking up. forward to that. Yeah, absolutely. Let me know what you need. I'll get it for you. <laughs> All right. So I just want to mention a couple of things before we say goodbye. A couple of uh, events coming up we want to mention. We've got Bob Dylan at Mershon Auditorium. Uh, we did uh, Jerry Lewis there a couple years ago oh. at Mershon, and it's, it's, a, it's a very nice venue. It's going to be a great intimate venue for Bob Dylan. That's November 4th. Um, and we just heard the Amy Grant and Michael W. Smith uh, uh, a commercial there. Yeah. And TJ, who was it that preceded? Was that Slayer? Um, it was Five Finger Death Punch. Five Finger Death Punch, <laughs> followed by Amy Grant and Michael <laughs> W. Smith. Now that's a combination. And <laughs> we actually at Nationwide Arena had some uh, uh, posters, and uh, we've got Five Finger Death Punch, Slayer, coming up. Uh, Amy Grant and Michael W. Smith, and and what's the other Christian show? Hillsong and. Uh, and uh, Harmony Project. And listen to you. No, Harmony Project is a local group, and they're yeah. coming up also. But uh, they're all coming up. And so, at first, there was like a heavy metal group and and Amy Grant on one side. And we thought, you know it's what? It's Trans Siberian Orchestra. Sorry. No, that's somebody else. Oh. That's a different one. But uh, thanks, <laughs> thanks for right. the thanks <laughs> for the effort. Um, so we put the heavy metal stuff on one side, and Amy Grant and uh, what's the other Christmas show? Um, I don't remember. Probably Andrea Bocelli, but that's here at the shot. So oh, yeah, that'll it, be a Christmas show, right? Uh, yeah, Andrea. it is, with the Columbus Symphony. So that'll oh, be great. I can't wait for that one. I bought tickets for that one. Did you really? Oh, yeah. Well, I'll see you there then. Uh, Slayer, November 12th at Nationwide Arena. Hillsong Worship and Casting Crowns was the group I was thinking of. November 16th at Nationwide. Five Finger Death Punch in heavy rotation on WCOL. Uh, <laughs> Yes, listen for it this afternoon. <laughs> An iHeart exclusive. Uh, November 26th, Amy Grant, Michael W. Smith, uh, December 1st, Harmony Project, a great uh, local uh, group. Uh, December 12th at Nationwide, Andrea Bocelli with the Columbus Symphony on the 14th. Play-by-play -play classic, some great high school basketball with some high-profile players on the 14th. Uh, Trans-Siberian Orchestra on the 26th at 3 and 8 p.m. The Globetrotters on the 29th at 1 and 6 Recently went on sale with Disney on Ice and Winter Jam and the Harlem Globetrotters, I, which I just mentioned. And all events can be found at the shot at uh, schottensteincenter.com and nationwidearena.com. And so there's some upcoming events. So if you missed anything, go there, or you can always go to the Arena Guy. Congrats. By the way, business must be good because, I mean, you have all sorts. You have something for everyone. I, I really like that. It, we, we really do. It's, it's been a great mix, and uh, I have to say... Our goal is to make Columbus the music city of Ohio. I love that. And would like it even more. And I will say, I hope nobody from Cleveland is listening, but <laughs> we have beaten them. Uh, we have received artists where their only Ohio play is here in Columbus. Taylor Swift, Paul McCartney at the time, and others. And so our goal is to be 
the uh, music capital of Ohio, and I think uh, we're pretty darn close. Are, are you yeah. hearing from promoters and artists? Are they saying, we really like Columbus? We Absolutely. Wanna, okay, good. And the market is good. So the shows have been doing well. I feel like uh, we, as a venue or venues, uh, treat the artists and promoters very well, so they want to come back. Sure. And uh, we've got great uh, support from you and, and WCOL and, and uh, our other media partners. So it's, uh, it all comes together in making uh, it a success in Columbus. And, of course, one of the biggest examples is Buckeye Country Superfest. Oh, yeah. Which we've got Kenny Chesney. I, I had trouble thinking of his name at first, but then I realized it, 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 was, it was on the tip of my tongue. <laughs> Look behind you. No, I know. That was, that was his new song is called Tip of My Tongue. So I was being a little... I didn't get it. <laughs> little, 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 little corn. Whatever my head. He <laughs> listens in the car when I drop him off. Uh, but poor, wait, wait, dude. <laughs> poor TJ. Does TJ have to suffer listening to WCOL? <laughs> oh. you, you know what? You guys are invited to my show, and TJ will show you a different world. And we'll, I would we'll, love to. We'll countryfy you. Please. <laughs> my friends have been trying to do it. and Yeah, I, wa- I, want, I, want, some, I want some real country uh, osmosis. All right, yeah. we'll we'll countryfy you. I promise. He just went to Vegas on fall break and and uh, saw a bunch of the DJs and all that kind of stuff. Oh, so. is yeah. that what you, is that? I'm your very into electronic music. Okay, yes. yeah, yeah. So EDM stuff. Yes. Okay, gotcha. Very, yeah, that's that's my wheelhouse. What, hey, when is the shot going to do that? When's the next EDM show? Uh, well, we kind of did Chainsmokers, Chainsmokers yeah. kind Chainsmokers, of. Uh, okay, and yeah. then we did Tiesto at Nationwide a couple years ago. It's it's not a, a huge. Uh, we don't do a lot of those artists, but every once in a yeah. while. And uh, so uh, I want to mention Buckeye Country Superfest, yes. too. I'm sure you'll yeah. be there. Kenny Chesney, a Florida Georgia line. Kane Brown. Oh, I can't um, wait. And, and, and we, yeah. like you did on the air, we send our condolences to the Kane Brown uh, family because yeah. uh, his, his drummer uh, sadly uh, passed away recently, tragically. And, uh, Terrible. Uh, the, the whole crew and everything with Kane Brown, we've had him several times in the past couple of years with Chris Young. And, and he's absolutely fantastic. And how about a unique voice? No one has. I mean, when Kane Brown speaks, you know it's Kane. What a unique uh, voice and and talent within country I know. music. And then Brett Young, who just became a dad. I understand. Yeah, Presley Elizabeth. Yep. And Gabby Barrett. I'm a, an American Idol huge fan. Gabby Barrett for American Idol. And then Tyler Rich will be. Uh, a part of the uh, Tiki Tailgate Fan Fest, which will happen across the street before the big event. So that's that's a big thing. Boxer, how cool was it to have you here today? That, uh, I want to say thank you so much. Out of all the people that I know you could have, I appreciate being here. Uh, glad that it could uh, work out. And, and uh, I, obviously, I wanted this to work. I was afraid that with my schedule, it might not. But uh, it's funny. I can't say no to you. <laughs> it's funny. He, uh, it's funny. True story. With the, we were going back and forth with text, and I'm like, shoot, I, I, don't, I don't think this is going to work, you know. And he's like, oh, man, we really had. And now that I see your show prep, I'm like, thank God I did not cancel. <laughs> I would have I been written off. So I appreciate being here. This has been so much fun. I hope I didn't ruin it. Oh, oh my gosh. We can't <laughs> wait to have you back. And just really, um, it's just so cool that uh, you here from Columbus will be at the CMA. And so we could tie all that in. Absolutely. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. All right. So the Arena Guys Backstage Pass podcast is hosted by me, Gary the Arena Guy, and Dave Ruttleberger, who had to take off a little early. Thanks to our special guest today, Boxer, appropriately the host of the Boxer Show afternoons on WCOL. Executive producers Aaron Thomas and Jordan Fair are 
producer, TJ Martino. And for concert Yay. information, go to SchottensteinCenter.com or NationwideArena.com and be sure to subscribe to the Arena Guys Backstage Pass podcast on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts, including now on YouTube, our first video podcast right now. So thanks to Dave. Thanks to Boxer. I'm the Arena Thank Guy. You. Thanks for listening.